It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm, and I'm, I'm freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. Happy Ferg Friday, everyone, as we are joined by Justin Ferguson with the Auburn Observer, as we are every Friday. Man, how was your trip to Birmingham, Jay Ferg? Short. Uh, got good. up early in the morning and, and rode up there and game was done, got done working and went right back. Yep. Um, that's about the easiest bowl trip anybody could ever ask for. Yeah, no, that, that's right. That's right. Uh, I, I'm sure you stayed there a while, probably until the press box closed two hours after the game, writing your observations and stuff. But the traffic leaving was awful. It was it oh, was yeah. terrible. It's like it's like the infrastructure is not built for the stadium to actually like fill up. But it was a beautiful stadium. I was really impressed with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really cool stadium. Um, you know, I think one of the better ones you're going to find in the yeah. group of five. And yeah, it'll be it'll be a good bowl site for a while. I think them and South Alabama both upgrading, uh, and Troy also having some upgrades yeah. to their stadium. It's pretty pretty good for football in the state. That there's a there's a lot of money going into it. So there's always this dialogue right about bowl games not meaning anything, and you know yeah. whichever team wants it more is going to win it more, and you know more often or whatever. What can you take away from what we saw from the bowl game earlier this week? Yeah, it's just a missed opportunity from Auburn. Yeah. I mean, nothing nothing about what would happen on Tuesday, good or bad, was going to change where Auburn was as a program. Uh, it's not going to take away the momentum they got on the recruiting trail. It's not going to reverse what happened in the four-game losing streak to end the regular season. It doesn't change anything really with what happens moving forward. But I think it was just, I mean, it's its more of a vibes thing than anything else. You know, you feel right. like you feel like you have a chance to capitalize on some momentum and they just didn't do it. And and the thing about it was, is even after a month of preparation and, you know, changing the offensive coordinator and having mm-hmm. some having some things move around. I think it's the big thing is that the offense still had the same issues that they had all season. And so now you think, OK, well, can you fix them moving forward? And I think the problems are fixable. But by me saying that they're fixable doesn't mean it's going to be easy and that right. it's going to happen. Um, but I think that's the I think that's the big thing. There is just this, this, this offense. I mean, they, they the extra time did not help them at all, and uh, they were in the same spot against a team that wasn't as talented as them, which is much like they were in when they played state in South Carolina. Right, right. A lot of people are using Tuesday's performance by Finley to say that there's no chance he could be Auburn's quarterback moving forward. Is that an overreaction in your mind? I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's a total overreaction. I'll just say this. He is what he, his, he is what his numbers are. And, and right. his first two seasons, he stepped into similar situations, having to be the starter for a team in the SEC as a young guy without ever really getting to prepare like one thrown into the fire. And he's been a sub 60% passer about six yards in attempt, you know, that's just what he is at this point. Doesn't mean he can't get better. He's still young. He's never been the QB one flat out at any point in his career. Right. And we saw even this year how Bo Nix took a step forward with new coaching. But he's got to get a lot better because those numbers are not going to win you very many ball games in the SEC. It just it's just flat out they've got to get better. 
Um, so do I think that TJ Finley has no shot at being the Auburn starting quarterback? No, I just think he's got to improve a lot. And there were stretches of that game and there were certain throws that he made. It's kind of similar. And I think it's it maybe a little bit more of an extreme case. It's like what we said about, about Bo Nix's first two years. He would make plays where you're like, okay, that's it. There, there's the guy that we thought he could be. Right. And then it's just they just weren't consistent. There were open misses. And yeah, the, Auburn's offense as a whole wasn't great, but like there were so many of things that stuff he could control and it was on him and it just didn't work out. And so I think he's just got to get a lot better if he's going to be the guy. Is it impossible? Absolutely not. Is it going to be tough? Yeah. And you could say that about pretty much everything that Auburn needs to fix this offseason with their team as a whole. What's more likely at this point, that Auburn's starting quarterback for 2022 is currently on the roster or that he is not currently on the roster? Yeah, I mean, my 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 head and my initial reaction says he's not on the roster. Okay. Um, and it's and it's nothing to do. I mean, it's not as much to do with Finley and Demetrius Davis and Holden Garner because I think all those guys they're all young still and they all right. can improve. And I think you know a lot of people really like what Austin Davis is going to bring to the table. Um, continue to hear really good things about him as a, as a as a coach, guy who's got a great mind for the game, and um, they are expecting big things out of him here in terms of helping the quarterbacks along. Um, I think the issue here is, is that Auburn has not shot away from the fact that they have been active in the portal and they will continue to be active in the portal. Right. And I think it's one of the things about the portal that's so interesting. I heard uh, I heard Cole, uh, Cole Kubelik and uh, Greg McElroy discuss this the other day. Um, with the way the portal is and everybody can come and go at, at any time, it's like guys are going to be coming and going for the next few weeks and months. And so you don't have to have your guy right now like right, right right now, because that guy might not be around yet. So I think you have to wait till after bowl season ends and we start getting into the depths of the off season, more guys are going to come in. And I think Auburn's going to be active. I, I don't know if they go out and get a guy who's necessarily going to be quote unquote, this is the starter. This is the best option they've got. I think they want to get somebody like that or get sure. somebody be, be in that spot. But I think what they're going to get is they're going to get somebody who at least is going to compete. And then it would just be best man wins, which fits the MO of Harson. I think even if you got, you know, uh, even if you got a Caleb, and I'm not saying that Auburn's getting him, and I'm sure. not even saying he's leaving, but if Auburn got like a Caleb Williams in the portal, right, he would still have to compete for the job. He would still have to, like, that's going to be Harson's MO. But I think you're going to get, you're going to tend more towards guys that can improve, yeah. guys, who's got, guys who may have not even been clear cut starters at this point in their career. Um, younger guys, guys with some upside, guys that they can build around. I think that's probably what you're going to look at a little bit more, maybe the established dudes, because I think most of the established guys that are going to be in the portal are already in or have already picked picked their spots elsewhere. Right. Yeah. It, it, I, I can't wait to see it. But you do think there has to be a level of urgency in regards to you want your quarterback in for spring practice, yes. right? Yes. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think – you know, you may have a guy or two leave after spring ball and hit the portal. Yeah, but you know, I don't. You you know, you don't want to bank on that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's the, that's going to be the thing for Auburn here is that you've got a little time. Technically, right. you don't need to absolutely have this person in place by March, but you do need to get that get that uh, get that guy in, and and I think I do think. After everybody completes their season, mm -hmm. 
There are going to be guys that hit the portal that are currently on teams that are pretty good or right. are currently on teams that, uh, you know, are still, I mean, there, there are some, I mean, LSU doesn't even play until well after New Year's. So I mean, there's teams like that who are, who are still going to be out there for a while and, and, and guys are, guys are staying put. Yeah. Right. So a guy that you have been kind of waving the flag for Colby Wooden, and, yep. and you've broken it down countless times on the Auburn Observer, just how good he has been. And I don't think he really gets the credit for it, but he announced earlier this week via his Instagram page that he is coming back. How big is this for the Auburn Tigers' 2022 defense? It's huge. It's, yeah. it's huge. I mean, I think Auburn has to reload at linebacker and in the secondary because you're losing Zacoby McClain and Roger McCreary and Smoke Monday and by Darius Knight. And you're losing guys like you may – I mean, we'll see with Owen Papo. You know, I think him hanging around and, and practicing is a pretty good sign that he might be back next year. But we'll see. Um but one of the best ways to to help out a, a reloading second and third level is just be nasty up front. And one of the simplest ways to have an effective defense in football is can our four beat your five or six? Right. And it changes the math of football and it, and it puts things back at more towards the defense advantage because naturally offense is going to be in the advantage. It's just the way the game is played and the way rules are at this point. Right. Um, so, I mean, Colby Wooden is that kind of guy that can be – a game-changing type of player. He's really good at stopping the run, and he's a really good pass rusher for an, for an interior player, totally. uh, quote-unquote. Um, they're they're loaded up front. And I think you're going to see some guys leave just because I think there's just so many dudes up there and, and, and you know, you can't play them all. But they have a potential – you get Derek Hall back and, and you start seeing they've got a combination of guys that are established and played really well at times this year. And then some guys – that are either newcomers or up-and-comers that they really, really like, like a J.J. Pegues, um, where you could see Auburn's defensive front could really help out that second and third level next year uh, in their transition because Auburn might have a front that can get after the quarterback on its own at a really high high level and stop the run. Right. I want to get your thoughts on Auburn basketball's huge win over LSU in just a moment. But first, hey, this is it. The putt, the win, the tournament. If you think the championship is yours, but on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes, you can't see. Is this how you are running your business with poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. For the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked. That is netsuite.com slash locked. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Justin Ferguson, an incredible performance by the Auburn Tigers and, and really all of yeah. Auburn Arena. I mean, the students came out. Uh, the fans came out. Uh, I mean, it was... It was a pretty incredible environment on a Wednesday night against an undefeated LSU team. Yeah, I mean, one of the best games I've seen Auburn play, period, especially on the defensive end. Walker Kessler making history <laughs> with it with a triple-double. Yeah. Um, to do that against that LSU team was remarkable. 
Uh, Auburn beat LSU at their own game. They slowed things down. Um, they created chaos on, on defense, but they also just locked it up. Right. I mean, 55 points to that LSU team. I know defense is their MO this year, mm-hmm. but it's been a long time since a Will Wade offense has has had that few points right. uh, in a game. It's excellent, excellent performance from Auburn. Um, it was a game where I think – that win gets them closer to the elites in college basketball. And I'm talking about like the Baylors and the Dukes and the Gonzagas mm-hmm. uh, of the world. I mean, this is a, that's a win where you look on paper, Kentucky might be the best competition in the SEC this year. We'll see how that looks. Um, but you could argue that heading into the season, I mean, or heading into this conference play, this was one of the three, four best teams in the league. And you beat them by 15 on your home floor. That's, that's a statement. And I know Bruce Pearl is kind of downplaying it and saying, you know, like we took care of business. This was at home. We don't know how we would have done if we were on the road. Right. But I think I think the numbers don't lie. This is a top ten basketball team. This is a team that's going to going to push for for a championship this year. Uh, not only in the SEC, but I think they're going to have they're they have what it takes to make a run in March. Yeah, I mean they have a, they have everything that they need. They maybe they don't yeah. have that elite outside scorer, but. I kind of think over the course of the season, they're going to get better at that, especially when you look at, at Jabari. But, I mean, Alan Flanagan made two of his four threes Wednesday night, and, you know, he kind of seemed to be back to normal. I didn't see a whole lot of rust from him. Yeah, no, not at all. And it was a perfect time because Devin Cambridge was out. Yeah, um, yeah I thought Al looked like looked like old Al. Um, he's mm-hmm. very physical. I think I think he looks kind of like what we're going to see. Now, I think he'll be better with his shot and his scoring. He looked a little rusty in the first half, but right. um, I think you're going to – this is what you're going to get from Al pretty much the rest of the season. And I know he was the best player on Auburn. Him and Jalen Williams were the best player on Auburn, players on Auburn's team last year. But when you have Jabari Smith and you have Walker Kessler and you have Wendell Green and Katie Johnson and all these, these, these new guys – they don't necessarily have to be 20-point scorers, you know, best guy on the floor for Auburn to be really, really good. Um, the scary thing for this Auburn team is that you could you could realistically say Alan Flanagan could be their fourth best option on the floor. Unreal. And that's perfectly fine. And that's and that, that's the type of talent level and type of depth this team has. And Devin Cambridge has been playing excellent basketball this year. Leor Berman's done well. I mean, now you're looking at a situation where Auburn is two or three deep at every single position. Yep. And there are few teams in the country that can compete with that depth. And it is quality depth. It is not just dudes going out there for the sake of giving people rest. We saw this Wednesday night against LSU. They played 10 guys. They would have played 11 if Devin was healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, LSU only played eight and had guys foul out. And, 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 and it really wore down on them. And Auburn's able to pull away in the second half because they're going to be able to do that to a lot of teams this year. Doing that to one of the most athletic and one of the most just naturally talented teams in the country uh, is, is says a lot. And and Allen, that was a game for Allen Flanagan to look back like the old Allen, where he's just got to yeah. be the physical, almost kind of like the Isaac Okoro type of player right. um, that we know he's capable of being. He's not Isaac freak show defense, but man, he played he played some awesome defense, and he and he gets downhill and, and can hit shots when um, you can create create on his own. That's the other thing that that, that stands out about him. Well, and just the, it seems like Auburn's defense frustrated LSU. I mean, it was 10 minutes oh, into yeah. the game, and LSU had one point. It was like 1 yeah. to 15 or something like that. And yeah, it, it, you just look at Zepp and you look at, at KD mm-hmm. and, and their defense. Like, that just has to be the most annoying thing in the world if you're an opposing guard to go up against. Yeah, Zepp Jasper had 
zero points in this game and it didn't matter one bit. Yep. He still was a he still was had it made a positive impact on the game because of his defense. Right. There was a stretch there in the second half where Xavier Pinson got the jump on Wendell Green a little bit and yep. they were the pit coverages weren't great for Auburn. And then they put Kessler back in the game and it's like, nope, that's that's it. Stop like it. immediately they check Kessler back in and instead of going to the bucket, Pinson tries this like weird floater. Uh, on it because I mean that's just kind of the you can't get any closer yeah right right and you hear that and it's it's that mental it's 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 much of a mental advantage as it is as a physical and like actual on the floor advantage for Auburn but you hear that from these guys all season when you have dudes that are naturally gifted at getting in your grill on defense like a KD especially like a Zep but Jabari and Allen and Devin and these guys like that they can get more aggressive and they can get more on top of these dudes because they know, well, if they get a step on me, there's a tree back there that's blocking more shots than anybody in college basketball. Right. And so that that just changes everything. And even when the tree's not out there, you've got either a dude like Jalen Williams or Dylan Carwell who are also really good rim protectors in their own right. I love that Kessler leaves North Carolina, and he has more blocks than the entire North Carolina team. I he think has, that's awesome. He has more blocks than Baylor does this year. The best team in basketball. Unreal. Right? He is, he, the month he just had was on, he averaged more than five blocks a game in the month of December. Mm. And there was a game in December where he left early because he was hurt. Oh yeah, that's like, right. You gotta, you gotta remember that, the Yale game. Yeah. Like, and, and he has been, Jabari Smith is the best player on the floor and he's going to be the best player on the floor every time Auburn plays this year. That's a, that's a, I mean, he looks like a number one pick out there. Um, But, Walker Kessler is just as valuable and even in some games maybe be a little bit more valuable because of what he does as a rim protector. Right. He has been Auburn's top performer really in most of the games in the, in the month of December. And as good as Jabari is and as good as Wendell and, and the, the backcourt is and getting all that, like Walker has come into his own as a guy that is, I mean, he's scoring at a high level now he's rebounding really, really well. And then that defense, I mean, I, you can make an argument that he is the best defender right now in college basketball, at least among big men. And because um, not only is he a rim protector, but he also does a really good job of affecting shots and creating, creating steal opportunities for his teammates. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a fun squad. And I think this team has the potential to, to play for a championship. I think they're, uh, I think they're that talented. Justin, you do a better job of breaking down this team than, than anybody else. How can folks sign up for all of your coverage? Yeah, AuburnObserver.com, $6 a month or $60 a year. Get you access to everything we got going on. A lot of basketball moving forward, but you know, we're still keeping an eye on football and right. a big offseason ahead. Um, yeah, post-game observations, podcasts, film rooms for basketball, uh, a lot of stuff breaking it down as we get into the heart of SEC play. So AuburnObserver.com, $6 a month or $60 a year. And once you're signed up, everything we do gets sent straight to your email inbox. So in with all the memes that Auburn basketball fans – tweet yep. after the opposing team posts their final score, which is a tradition like none other. I, I think it's incredible. But you have made it into some of the memes. How does that yep. make you feel? Yeah, uh, the, the, the meta-ness of these, of these memes are getting more and more ridiculous. Right. Um, there's a guy who's a subscriber who put, like, the – Quote, he like did the screenshot of my thread from the Murray State game because Murray State deleted the tweet uh-huh. uh, and put that under LSU. And t- I mean, it was just like stuff like that. I'm like, I'm, I'm, 
Yeah, but uh, there were uh, there were three or four I was in from the LSU game. Yeah, and that's it's funny. It, it, it's really really funny. It's like um, Justin Ferguson will document your team's loss on the AuburnObserver.com. It's like that that yeah. I, I saw that. Somebody and like, I was a, laughing out loud. Somebody made a pretzel one uh, for me because if you if you see my tweets before games, it's the the cinnamon sugar pretzel at Auburn Arena is 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 the gold standard. Um, yeah, it's just a <laughs> it's a whole lot of fun, and that's. That is that is one of those things that I thought was really cool about it. Auburn LSU is a fun rivalry. And yeah, in football, you feel like they hate each other a ton. In basketball, there's kind of like this this like respect. Mutual uh, respect. Said, right. Yeah. Painter said it after in our podcast. It's like Will Wade and Bruce Pearl. It's kind of like game recognized game, like uh, you know, <laughs> before him with it. But also, like the LSU, whoever was running their their uh, account was like, "Oh, go, oh boy, here it comes!" Like, like they were prepared for us, and it's 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 a fun it's a it's a fun uh, uh, tradition that's that's I mean turned into a monster. They had over a thousand replies Wednesday night, and that's uh, crazy. Just turn off your phone, mute the conversation if you're if you're whoever's in charge of that account. Yeah, no, I think it's awesome. All right, AuburnObserver.com. Jay Ferg, thank you so much, man. Yes, sir. Hey, today's show brought to you by our friends at Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. It's the new year, and if being fit and healthy is part of your New Year's resolution, Built Bar could be a major part of that. You want to eat healthy, but it just gets so boring. Like week three, you might be thinking, this is just not worth it. I need something sweet. Where's the chocolate? Well, Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, but they're good for you. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein is what most bars are. Are looking like they got a ton of different flavors. Check them all out at built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, I want to spend the final few minutes of today's show. Look, it's uh, it's that time of the year, right, where we got to set New Year's resolutions, and I'm sure we'll kind of ride this fun topic, if you want to call it a fun topic, uh, for the next few weeks or so, but I thought it'd be a fun way to end uh, the year. You know, this, this is the last uh, this is the last show of 2021, and hopefully we will go into 2022 with all the momentum that we've built up here on Locked on Auburn through the remainder, uh, or for, for all of 2022. That'd be incredible. So I was thinking three quick New Year's resolutions for Auburn football to uh, to enter 2022, and I think the first one is a real obvious one. Have a winning record in 2022. Obviously, six and seven. You know, I, I think this team is better than six and seven, but it doesn't matter. Unless you win, it just it doesn't matter. But it was Auburn better than South Carolina, probably. Is Auburn better than Mississippi State? Probably. But you look at it, South Carolina looked really, really good in their bowl game against North Carolina. Um, Frank Beamer had Mayo dumped all over him which our own Lindsey Crosby, uh, he may love that. I don't know. But Frank Beamer, I was kind of laughing at that hire when it happened. It's like, okay, he's kind of proven himself. Brian Harson, 
other than the win against Ole Miss, and I guess you can classify the win in Baton Rouge, but now in hindsight, it's like, okay, that LSU team wasn't very good. You know, can you take that next step and kind of prove yourself, Brian Harson? And I think he'll be able to in 2022, but I think the way you do that is you solidify a winning record going into, uh, I guess it would be his third season after, uh, after this year. So that's that. Uh, my second New Year's resolution for the Auburn Tigers is you got to find a starting quarterback. Whether it's TJ Finley or not, you have to develop him into a starting quarterback. Whether it's D. Davis, whether it's Holden Gariner, whoever it is, you've got to find a starting quarterback. And if he, there's a solid chance he's on the roster. There's a solid chance of that. But if he is, you have to turn him into what he needs to be to start. Or, like we were talking about with Justin Ferguson, you got to go out and get a guy. And he may not be in the portal yet. Obviously not on Auburn's roster yet, if that's the route that they go. But bottom line is, you have to find a starting quarterback in 2022. I kind of think it's Finley right now. I think you can still make the argument for Finley. I don't think it's an exciting option. And I don't think it's a, a six, an option that would be, you know, doused with success by any stretch of the imagination. But I think that's kind of where things are right now, unless somebody enters the portal. And then, you know, that, that definitely changes things. And there sounds like there's a lot going on behind the scenes. So we'll see. Third, our third New Year's resolution. I want, and I'm going to be a little aggressive with this number, I want three transfer offensive linemen to be added before the season starts. Preferably one or two going into spring so they get a chance to learn the offense. Because look, spring is where you build your team. Fall is where you get ready for the season. So, Get those guys acclimated. Get those guys used to living in Auburn and kind of everything that goes along with that. And I'd like a guy at every level. I'd like a center. Maybe a a guy that if Nick Brahms comes back, have a center that's ready for after Brahms is done at Auburn, which would be after the 2022 season, so 23 and beyond. Get a guy that maybe has three years of eligibility left or something like that. That'd be huge for this program, not only to provide depth, but also moving forward, because I think that's kind of where Brian Harson is. He, you know, he, he's cashing in to win now, but you also want to win <laughs> three seasons from now as well. So I think that would be a good move. At guard, I think Auburn's a little bit more okay at guard. We still got to see what Brandon Council can do if he wants to use the senior, uh, super, sen- uh, super senior season or not. Wow. Um, but that's something to look at. But obviously, more guards are, are better. And then you've got to find some offensive tackles. That just wasn't good enough with what we've seen over the last few seasons. You got to find a new offensive tackle or two, but definitely one. So get as many of those guys in before spring, and that's that. Those are my three quick New Year's resolutions. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit more as it's offseason now for football and basketball is heating up. But um, I just want to take the final few minutes of today's show. Look, 2021, the growth of this show has been incredible. And I want to thank every single one of you watching or listening right now. From the bottom of my heart, it's been amazing. It's allowed me to step away from the radio station and take on a larger role within the Locked On Podcast Network, managing all the college shows. It's also given me an opportunity for Auburn Wire to come out and ask me to be um, the editor uh, of that website with USA Today and Gannett. So this is, 2021 has been crazy. And it's because of you. And so thank you so much whether you've given me a minute of your year, um, you know, several shows of your year, and then some of you guys watch every single day, and it's amazing. 
It's, it's, it's crazy. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I hope you guys have a fantastic um, new year and a really, really strong end to 2021 and an even better start to 2022. Uh, you can, of course, find Locked on Auburn. We'll still be up every single weekday going into the new year. But seriously, guys, thank you so stinking much. It means a ton. All right, that does it for the 2021 edition of Locked on Auburn. Next time we chat, we'll chat next year. How about that? Right here on Locked on Auburn. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.